What are we really looking for? Well, we're looking for transparency. Number one, from schools on students' mental and physical health. And we, we, the parents want that. This is, this is communication between the school district and the parents. Welcome back to the Parents' Rights in Education podcast. We are a grassroots movement of millions of parents and allies standing together, speaking as one to protect children and ensure parents' crucial role in their child's education is protected. You can join this movement for free by visiting parentsrightsandeducation.com. If you love the work we're doing, please leave us a five-star review. Your review helps get our message out and allows us to keep advocating for parents' rights. Let's get into today's topic. Hey, everybody. It's great to be back with you. Okay, let's start with some updates from around the country. Don't forget, the Great Northwest Awakening is on Saturday, October 21st in Ridgefield, Washington. Parents' Rights and Education Zoom calls are every other Monday. Get updates from National. And the next call is on Monday, August 21st. That's Monday, August 21st. And our last item is Parents' Rights and Education Zoom training calls, which will be every Saturday starting August 12th. More event information is available on our website, parentsrightsineducation.com. So go to the homepage, scroll down to events. Let's cover some of the legislation that's come up uh, around the country. The first one is Indiana, House Bill 1608. That bill is called Education Matters Bill, and it went into effect on July 1st of this year. So here are three highlights of this bill. A school employee or a third-party vendor may not provide any, did you hear that? any instruction to a student in K through three on human sexuality. (laughs) That's a big one. (laughs) Number two, this bill states if their child requests to be called by a name or pronoun different from their name listed on the registration, teachers are required to send notification of the request to parents. And the third item of interest is in June, the Indiana ACLU requested a preliminary injunction on behalf of a teacher regarding how human sexuality is taught in the classroom. The teacher claimed that the definition of human sexuality in the law was too vague, and it put her at risk of losing her teacher's license. She felt what she could and could not discuss with students was unclear. Thankfully, on July 28th, the federal judge in Indiana denied a motion for that preliminary injunction. The second bill that we've got our eyeballs on is Ohio Bill, House Bill 8, enacted the Parents' Bill of Rights, and this bill passed in the House in June 2023. The bill eliminates staff discretion to withhold information about a student's mental emotional, or physical health from a parent or guardian. It forces schools to notify parents before teaching sexuality content. And lastly, we have kept our eyes on Ohio House Bill 8 since it was first brought to our attention 
And later in the podcast, we will be taking a deeper look into the bill's details. Now, I want to catch you up on some organizational news and updates. Hey, you guys, you must be spreading the word. Thank you. You know what? We need a point of contact in every single school district in this country. That's our goal. Now, those folks are called affiliates. They are a point of contact in every single school district. So first, become a member of Parents' Rights in Education by filling out our membership form located under the Parents' Top Menu option. If you're already a member, just make sure to update your membership with our updated membership form. You can select which affiliate group you would like to join. Now, over the last week, numerous people have applied to become local affiliate leaders. Way to go. Oh, I love that. And if there is no affiliate in your school district, consider becoming one. It's so simple, guys. All you need to do is fill out start an affiliate form located under the leadership top menu option. So first sign up as a member and then go to the leadership option and fill out the start an affiliate form. We will contact you with more information. Hey parents, we know it's super overwhelming fighting the battles of advocating for your rights in your child's education. That's why we created the Parent Center. Within the Parent Center, there is free training, membership opportunities, a place for you to get advice, share your story, and find an affiliate near you. Visit our website, parentsrightsineducation.com to see the Parent Center and utilize all the tools we have available for you. We are here to support you. So let's dive into our episode topic. What are we really looking for? Well, we're looking for transparency. Number one, from schools on students' mental and physical health. And we, we, the parents want that. This is, this is communication between the school district and the parents. So Ohio is one of the leaders making this happen in their state. Ohio House Bill 8 is also known as the Parents' Bill of Rights. Now, this bill eliminates staff discretion to withhold information about a student's mental, emotional, or physical health from the parent or guardian. And it forces schools to notify parents before teaching sexuality content. So this bill is really important. First of all, we need to give credit to the legislators who supported the bill because they went over it with a fine-tooth comb to ensure that there was no wiggle room for schools to continue hiding information from parents. Yeah, hiding. That's what they do, isn't, isn't it? Uh, for example, the legislators in favor of the bill reviewed its language and changed the wording from sexuality explicit content to sexuality content which is defined as oral or written instruction, presentation, image, or description of sexual concepts or gender ideology. That was brilliant because definition is so important when it comes to law, isn't it? What does the word mean? And they, have, they, have, they went to, to, to the max to make sure that we know 
Now that language change is so important because it means public schools cannot show or discuss any content related to sexual activity, health, or sexuality in general without notifying parents in advance and allowing them to review the material first. Yeah, that would be unique, wouldn't it? Not getting the information later. It also requires educators to notify parents about any request by a student to identify as a gender that does not align with the student's biological sex. Wow, I love this. I love this. So when we return, we will have our Ohio State affiliate leader, Lisa Chafee, we love Lisa, on to discuss what she did to ensure Ohio House Bill 8 got passed and what it means for Ohio parents. Do you love the work we are doing here at Parents' Rights and Education and want to know how you can be more involved? Become a member for free today. By becoming a member, you can connect with your local leadership, gain access to our free training, get advice and provide local tips, and stay up to date with the latest issues. Join today for free by visiting parentsrightsandeducation.com slash join. That's parentsrightsandeducation.com slash join. Alrighty, well, I have the distinct pleasure of introducing one of our very first affiliates, Lisa Chafee. She lives in Hilliard, Ohio. And um, we met, I'm sure, over the phone early on, didn't we, Lisa? And what a ride this has been. I am so proud of you and what you have done in the state of Ohio. Now, we don't have time to cover all of that, but guys, um, you need to look up to this woman. She knows what she's doing and her conviction is amazing. So Lisa, um, tell us uh, now, just remind me, how long has it been since you joined Parents' Rights in Education? Uh, 2021, when I was running for school board. All right. That's right. You ran for school board and you didn't make it, but you didn't give up, did you? No, actually, it was rather a blessing. I didn't win. Uh, I ran on a slate of three and my two slate mates won. And so I've been in a position now to expose what's going on in the schools and, and, and be a staunch advocate for parents and students. Terrific. Terrific. So tell us more about this Ohio bill um, that that you were involved in recently. You know, we encourage our, our affiliates and our members to get involved at the local level, which would be their school districts. But there's also opportunity to pass legislation. And why is it so important to do that? Well, it's so important because, honestly, even though we already have laws on the books protecting our rights as parents, uh, activist teachers, especially the teachers union, are blatantly ignoring those laws currently, going behind our backs. We actually um, filed a lawsuit against our district here in Hilliard because they're withholding information from parents regarding a child's mental well-being and they're primarily focused on the LGBTQ students. So I, I was tickled to death to hear Representative Swearingen introduce HB8 and um, actually suggested a change to it, which I'm not going to go into detail on that, but he took my advice. And uh, I worked with him getting the word out there. And that now what people need to understand that once this passed, we still have to be 
advocates for our kids and paying attention because they're going to get even more devious. They're already breaking the law in Ohio because there's a law in the books, um, and I forget the revised code number, but they're only supposed to be teaching um, abstinence, and they're not doing that. So um, they're already breaking the law there. So we're going to have to stay on top of these teachers and make sure that they are following this once it's passed in the Senate and the governor signs it. Absolutely. And I love the fact that you're looking at the law, Lisa, and uh, trying to figure out, you know, that's how we establish, you know, what our rights are. If you think about it, what does the law say? And this is what I found also in Oregon, Washington State and in other states that have gone so sideways um, and undermining parents going behind their backs and just teaching what they want. Um, and parents are somewhat intimidated and they don't know where to look. So tell me more about um, <clears throat> about how you decided to get involved and what actually you determined that you needed uh, to do to help this bill move forward. What are the, what are the strategies that you used? Uh, teach our other affiliates and followers what they can do in their state. Yeah, well, first I, I reached out to the sponsor of the bill, Representative Swearingen, uh, the main sponsor. There's over 40 sponsors on this bill, which is very exciting. Um, and I asked him, what can I do to help? And it was simply start familiarize myself with the bill. And, and, you know, I'm not a lawyer, so he, he explained it in layman's terms for me. So I could easily explain it to others. And I just started on social media educating people telling all of my friends, all the parents that are involved in our group. And I encouraged them that when the hearings took place, if they could not testify in person, submit written testimony. And we helped people prepare their testimony. And it's really, it can be intimidating, but they don't like hearing all these uh, prescribed uh, pre-written testimonies. They want to hear from the heart. So, and I Got all the email addresses of all the committee members. So this this particular bill went before our primary secondary education committee, put their email out there on social media and said, email them, tell them that you want this bill passed. And, and it worked. Um, overwhelming majority uh, passed in the House. It's wonderful. Fantastic. Fantastic. Tell me a little bit about your experience testifying yourself. How did that feel for you? <laughs> that's been um, an interesting ride. Um, I actually have lost count now of how many times I've testified because I've testified for several bills, um, including the SAFE Act bill, which will prevent uh, the trans transitioning of minors, uh, medical transitioning. Um, the very first time I was so scared. I mean, it's not like testifying in front of your school board. It it's very intimidating. You're standing in this I was standing here in the the governor's mansion, the state house, in front of all these elected officials in these incredibly beautiful rooms with all these people left at you know support and con, pro and con, and um, I, I was shaking like a leaf. Um, so I, it, but was the scariest part was after I read my testimony, and, and I highly recommend in that situation, write your testimony out, time it, practice it, read it verbatim. Then they will ask questions if they so choose. And that's where it gets tricky. So the first time it was really scary and I don't think I handled myself well. Now I'm ready for it. 
I, I try to anticipate the questions the opposition is going to ask me and I actually have fun with it. Oh, so, cause I, I like to get, get those gotcha moments in on those people, on the Democrats, cause I am, I am a conservative. So. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's fantastic. And really, practice does make perfect. And you can start by testifying where? At your school board? Exactly. Good place to start. Exactly. And um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's so gratifying to know that we still do have a voice. And I wanted to mention that, that you know, people who join Parents' Rights in Education automatically uh, have access to our social media platforms. And in Ohio, you have how many affiliate groups all around the state? Um, right now, I think we just have one official, but we have over 2,000 followers on our social media page. And, and I, I try to limit those to just people in Ohio, so... Right, right. And so they will spread the word. And there's something about, you know, this issue that gets people's attention and they want to know what they can do. So um, congratulations. We are so proud of you, Lisa. And I know you have many other projects in the works. Hey, you guys, come to come to uh, Parents' Rights in Education. Uh, go to the Ohio uh, page on our site. It's a separate website just for Ohio. Check, check Ohio out on... Um, Facebook. And we have some of uh, Lisa's testimonies on on our website. So we can put that in the show notes. Um, people can see that, you know what, you didn't start out waking up one morning, did you, Lisa, and thinking, hey, I think I want to testify before the state legislature. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> never in my, in my life would I imagine myself ever doing it. And um like I said, now I'm having fun with it. Um, I, I take it very seriously, mm-hmm. but it, it you got to have a, a little bit of enjoyment. And, you know, it, it, we're really in a war. We're in an ideological war and we have to arm ourselves and we have to recognize that we are the, the parents are the army and we need our legislature to do the job and be the leaders and listen to us and recognize that um, if we want to save this country, we have to take back our schools from the Marxist union. And we've already lost enough too many generations. If, if we don't do it now, um, you know, when I'm, I'm 51 years old, when I'm, you know, 80, 90, it's time to retire. Who's going to run the country? Exactly. Exactly. And that's what we're doing. Lisa, congratulations. We are raising leaders. And again, we are so proud of you. We encourage every everyone listening to this podcast to join Parents' Rights in Education. We can do it. We're raising an army. Thank you, Lisa Chafee, Ohio affiliate leader. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To keep up with everything we're doing, check out our website, parentsrightsandeducation.com and sign up for our newsletter. You can also join our movement for free by visiting our website, www.parentsrightsandeducation.com. To do your part in protecting parents' rights, you can become a Club 12 by 12 member by donating $12 a month. It takes all of us to make the change we want to see. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week.